Hello and welcome to another MTD podcast on the road with MTD CNC. This is the programme that's broadcast at 6pm every Friday evening where we cover all of the week's activities, talk about the highlights, the technologies that we've seen uh, and where we have travelled to. Um, just a couple of hours time now, uh, kick off to the big game. So I know you'll probably be looking forward to that one. England versus Scotland will be, uh, as soon as this podcast is finished, we'll be off to the pub, as I'm sure you probably will be too. Um, today, I'm joined by uh, Colin and Chloe uh, for this show. We're going to be with you for the next 40 minutes. Uh, and this week, we've travelled the length and breadth of the country, uh, all the way to Ilfracombe, would you believe, down on the... Um, uh, sort of southwest coast. Uh, we shot over 40 videos, yes, no less than 40 compelling stories from up and down the land, which we'll discuss in the up and coming half an hour or so. Also on the show, the latest news from MTD, the latest news from the industry that's broken this week, uh, details of a couple of live events as well that we have just around the corner and no doubt a few funnies along the way. Uh, good afternoon, or Colin, how are you doing? I'm struggling with that. You said a few funnies. I'm assuming that's not relating to you, Paul. It will be all coming from me, I'm sure. Absolutely. Are you supporting, by the way? Uh, I'm le- well, I've got my tartan, um, tartan underpants on. So oh, my good Lord. No one needs... Again, f- thank God this is only a, only a podcast and not, not a video. And you're saying about going down to pub later. I'm having a beer now, mate. It's starting already. Well, only two hours time. Are we going to win? What a ridiculous Hopefully. question. Hopefully, I've got my 50p bet on it as usual. Well, Chloe, you're a big football fan as well, aren't you? Yeah. She's well, got one down front of her top. It'll be, uh, it'll be a bit embarrassing, won't it, if we lose? Not that Scotland... Uh, did, did you watch anyway. the Did you watch the um, the Croatia game? Yeah, I did. Yeah. It was quite tedious, wasn't it? Until yeah. the second half. But um, I've got Wales in the sweepstake, so they won. Was it yesterday? Did yes. They, they yeah. won yesterday, so hopefully oh, Gareth Bale pulls his socks up and um, does well. But I'm really looking forward to it. I can't have a drink, sadly, but. We'll yeah. have yours, don't worry. Yeah. Well, I've actually got the opportunity to get, um, because of our good friend uh, Geo, four tickets to a game, which is a week on Saturday, which is the, uh, the game round of 16. Um, How has he got them? Uh, from someone that he, he oh, knows that can't yeah. go because they've got a wedding. So it's four tickets. Oh, Let's hope the go? wedding's not cancelled. Um, but the, <laughs> but, the, but the, uh, the problem is, is that, well, I say it's a problem, it, it'll either be Italy or it'll either be Wales that'll be playing and they'll either be playing Holland and uh, one other, I can't remember which is, so... Um, well, so nice. yeah, so at Wembley, I'm assuming. I, I believe it is at Wembley. Yeah, yeah. So there is an opportunity there. Nice. Uh, if people are interested, because Geo can't uh, go, or d- no, Geo wants to go if it's Italy, but if it's not Italy, because it depends on whether Wales beat Italy or something. This it's just a long, so you basically so got, got tickets story, to football, watch football match. Tickets, Come yeah. on, England. <laughs> so also uh, in the news this week, uh, before we start talking about where we've been, um, some great news: uh, the AMB show, which is a really popular event, which happens in Stuttgart in Germany. Uh, has now been scheduled for 2022. The dates have been confirmed to the 13th and 17th of September. Have you been to that one, Colin? Did you come to that one with sure, us? Sure, I've been. Yeah, email yeah. and AMB. Been yeah. to all, mate. Have you been to AMB, Chloe? No, I've only Re- ever been to Mac. Are you really? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, it's a really brilliant event. Um, every I think there's about 14 halls, but they're all very close wow. together. Loads of technology from uh, around the world. All the big names are there. Um, so it's good to see that that event is confirmed. Uh, we welcome Hella on board to the MTD CNC platform as well this week, which is good news. Hello. We'll be, yeah, we'll be up uh, in, uh, in Redditch. You, you, you missed that, didn't you? I'm, I'm, no, I, I heard you ignored it. it okay. I think, I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll be up in Redditch uh, filming their technology up there. And it's always good to work with Hella. They've got some great machines. And of course, they make them here in this country. Uh, Rolls-Royce created 300 jobs this week, which is good to hear for manufacturing, uh, all to do with energy storage systems. Um, batteries. 
Energy storage systems, yes. Yeah. Uh, so basically, this will under, uh, it will enable the aircraft to undertake zero emission flights of over 100 miles on a single wow. charge. More of that type of news you can see on the MTD MFG channel or listen to the Great British Podcast, which comes out every Thursday. Um, so, guys, let's start with Monday because you two have been spending... This isn't the only time you've been together this week, I spent too week, long with Colin. My head's frozen. How was it, Chloe? You were down south, weren't it you? It was him? beautiful, wasn't it, Colin? It was lovely weather, really hot. Walk me how through many Monday. Years, how many? How many? Sorry, how many hours was it? We travelled for about seven hours. We were driving in the van for. Oh, I was. Oh, that was just on, the, on day one. Yeah. Monday. Yeah. We went to first. First stop, miniature manufacturing. Fab- fabulous. A, not a small machine shop. They started out making parts for remote control cars, and have progressed since then. And they've got six Hass machines off the top of my head. But we five, went there. Think, was it, oh, yeah. okay. Five. Sorry. But that's right. And we went there for PSL data track because. He said, I want to take my company to the next level. How am I going to do that? I need to have some systems in place. PSL Day Track, it was a way forward. Like quoting, it's, it's, it's a, a regular story. I used to, you know, I just made, made a figure up pretty much, you know, I had to think about it. And it's made me realise I was actually probably making losses on some of my jobs. Um, what's the industry down there? I mean, it's a long, it's a long way, isn't it? I mean, I know, I know hauliers oh. are available to take ship parts around the country, but is it not a disadvantage to be located no, down not at all. In fact, one of the other places we went to, we'll come to that in a minute, we'll give you a good example of, of why that is not really... A relevant, problem. pertinent, yeah, it's not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting, you see, I saw it was called miniature machining. I thought, are oh, they making lots of geos? Yeah. Miniature, oh, exactly. miniature manufacturing. <laughs> I actually thought that, but they were making loads of stuff. He was um, obviously started out with remote control stuff, um, and he's actually making also, he's got a five axis table on one of his machines, and he's making, you know, when you pull a boat in to, I don't know, dock. Harbor. Yeah, and the thing on the floor where you tie it up, he's making them out of aluminium, and it's just he's able. To, you think man, it look a bit like an anvil. Yeah, is it? yeah. but he's he, he was in the process of doing it, wasn't yeah. it? I think it was sixty hours of machining. Yep. But he's able. He Why wants to get cast? out there. Why wouldn't you cast one of those? Why would you machine something like that? Don't, don't say know, that yeah. because you'll lose the business. I don't know. It's made out of a whole billet, isn't but is it? it? I don't was know. it going on the side of the dock or was it going on the boat? I, I'm not too sure. Probably on the boat rather than okay. the dock, but mm. I didn't really ask him yeah, that question. Yeah, because I, I don't know yeah. about it. But 60 hours of machining, and he's able to just plunk it on. He's made a mold so that it can turn around and then do the other side. But is yeah. there much, much tolerance needed for it? I don't no, I don't think so. But the other stuff that he's doing. Yeah, the other stuff that he's doing. Yeah, like little little miniature things. He was actually looking. He's looking for to invest in more machines. I think they were wheel, they're wheel, wheel locks or something for remote control cars, mm. but they had thousands and thousands of different little little, little, <laughs> little products. Well, because when, when I said, are you making lots of geos? That's what I thought. But uh. did, did you know, on that note, little geos, that short guys live longer than tall guys? <laughs> they actually that? Live, they don't I don't know. They actually live on average two years longer than a tall guy. So. Okay. What about <laughs> tall guys? Which country has the high, tallest average person? China. Uh, oh, um, <laughs> Poland. It is, in fact, I think I think the average height of these people is six foot, and it's it is what Sweden. That? Sweden. Drum roll, Netherlands. Uh, is that true? Yep, absolutely. I fell at six foot four. Is he's he? Quite, he's quite tall. Yeah. Well, that would mean then, so their life expectancy must be less than, say, China, because shorter people in China compared to taller people <laughs> in the Netherlands. Potentially, <laughs> yeah. Things you learn on yeah. this show. Um, okay, so that was Monday then for you guys. No, 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 we haven't finished there. Okay, right? carry on, we, we, carry on. We went straight from there. Traffic was horrendous, I hasten to add. It was a long old journey, but we then went to Milton at CNC. Now, if I said to you, Herco, you'd say, fantastic. The machine's there. He's got two VM20Is, a TM8 and a TM6. Some of the stuff he makes, and he just oh, loves these Herco machines. They've got the 
the, um, the controls and he does it all on, oh, the, on the machine. Well, he does it off, offline as well with... Um, but then he, he said it's easy to man manipulate on the screen at the control. They've Absolutely got the control panel, haven't they? And then they've got a touch screen next to it where you can get, we actually film some stuff. So look out for that. And I was, as a programmer, it's fantastic to have that screen there that you can manipulate, touch screen, do all the things. And then because you don't have to then transfer it from the computer, it's all there while you just going to transfer have, it. Have you ever, with your experience of Heidenhain and Siemens and Fanuc and all the rest of it, have you ever looked or tried to program a Herco? Have you no. ever? You've not seen it? Okay. No. I just I'd like to have a go. Yeah. I mean, they are very, very intuitive. Yeah, but Kevin, very Kevin, intelligent, Kevin would let, let her near yeah. He looked at me and was like, no. <laughs> brilliant. One of the parts he makes was, it looked like um, like a solid sort of sleeve collar, and it was made from solid billet, but actually pulled apart into four pieces. You need to see the pictures on this, but it was amazing how, it, how he'd made it out of this solid billet. And it what was, was it? It was a, a sleeve, so... You run Is water it through it. Sleeve, yeah, yeah. coolant sleeve. Okay, where, where are really? they based as well? They are based in Paul. Yeah. Because we saw my next new boat, actually. Yes, it was right on a place oh. where they make these yachts. Oh, my God. Sunseeker, I think they were. Absolutely. Colin sent his drone up, so... We'll oh, so, yeah. okay, so that will be on the video then. We'll it will be on the, oh, yeah. We look forward to well, that. I mean, there's a lot of industry in Paul. There's a lot of industry. 28 degrees it was, just remember, and we would... Oh, yeah. it, was it was flipping hot. Really nice. So where did you go from there then? We Go went to, to the, we went to Ilfracombe. Drove three and a half hours then to Ilfracombe. Yeah, had had fish and chips on the beach. Lovely. And this was Monday evening. This was, was Monday in evening. Preparation for Tuesday. Yeah, so. it, yeah. The, the next two places on Tuesday were only ten minutes away, Thank so God. it meant we were there ready. But it was just yeah. I mean that is some uh, that it really is the sort of bottom left hand corner, isn't oh, it? Oh, but of the it's country. gorgeous. You're talking, yes. It's not far from Land's End and Newquay and all the rest. Oh, and of it's it even down. further. Well, Newquay and Land's End are further than that by about another two two hours, yeah. I think. So, but it's still a long journey, like four hour journey back. But anyway, yeah. First, sorry, go on. For what? So what was in Ilfracombe? First stop was Witten Engineering, and was it? Are they Barnstable or Ilfracombe? Because I know Hayley... Barnstable. Yeah, sorry, because yes, I are Barnstable, and then the next one was only ten minutes. Otherwise. Yeah, but she did comment saying it is Barnstable. Okay, they've bought. They've got a fantastic machine shop. I would say that they've got. 20 odd machine, 20 plus machines, 12 citizens. Yeah. Latest one a D25, and so it's got all your full simultaneous B axis, twin, twin spindle, the LFE as you'd expect. But it, it's all about bringing down our cycle times just because the new technology really is 20%, 30% reduction in cycle times. And they're doing batch runs of 300,000. So, yeah, but also they've got an, they have a long relationship with citizen in fact they've still got their first one running strong an l20 from 1995 all right it's not as fast but it's still hard on tolerances and still doing jobs all day every day for so i was born in 1994 so that just shows you right so oh. what, what, what were they making though what were these parts that well, are, uh, automo automotive i mean that's come off a bit but it's coming back up again now but loads of parts they were yeah they weren't making hundreds of parts not thousands of parts but hundreds of thousands of parts and these citizens what? That was my line. Yeah, well, beat you wow. to it, didn't I? But these citizens are just running, 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 and all you could hear was clink, 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 and these parts just dropping, dropping, dropping. And it was just great. They probably had one thing I learned as well, I told Colin, was how they've utilised like, one person to three citizens. So you don't need one person on the machine at each time. And they had all the tool lists on there, the program lists Running on there. lights out. Running, yeah, are they? I think. I don't think. He, I think they've got the ability the to ability, if they don't. They don't really have, they don't really need to at the moment. Another thing though, though, is they've got some really old machines. They've got some old, we saw them at Pattern Fasteners ages ago, but thread rollers, they've got, they make these screws. We can't say what company it's for, but it goes, it's um, cold formed in one machine, then, or yeah, one machine, then thread rolled in three or four other machines, and then they mill the, the screw bit in the top. 
they're making millions a month of these. And, and it's, it's old 1965. Chuck, chuck, yeah. It's amazing. Just well, chuck it away. Well, tell me about this logistic thing then, because this the, d- d- down that logistics. Okay, so Witten actually started as I think it was Wembley Engineering or in Wembley in 1953. So London, you think, yeah, that's right. And, you know, good for logistics wise and things like that. They then, as part of the a push and grants and things like that in 1970, were offered funding and grants to move to different areas, whether it was North Wales or Scotland or Barnstable. Which one would you to... go for? Well, I hate seagulls now after that trip, but <laughs> I think, yeah, Barnstable is, is, is oh, beautiful it's down there. Oh, it's a gorgeous place. So, you know, they made a decision in 1970 and haven't looked back. And there's loads, there are loads of engineering companies down there. Wasn't that the same place that um, Lindsay's wedding was? Yes, Ilfra Coombe, why she messaged me. I on thought the I recognised that. Say no more, Paul. Just m- we move on swiftly. I'm surprised you didn't recognise it. Um, so was that? <laughs> did that complete your two-day road trip? No. We have, we so you had another job. We in had the another office. job there. We went to. Well, we revisited actually Howard from Sheldon Engineering because we saw him about two years ago. About and we were talking about his new um, Citizen L32, which is still going strong. He's got now got six machines, and including a CMZ fixed head machine, which is is he, brilliant. He's doing some great work on that. Can't show the components, unfortunately. But it's about PSL day track. He had his status board, things like that, which wasn't working. The reason it wasn't working, nothing to do with PSL day track, is because he's expanding, expanding. He's having to move his offices, so he had to turn it off the day we were there. But the point is, modular system, loves it. It was the first thing he bought when he started the company. But now he's expanding and getting a production manager. So not only has he got the data, um, the status board, he wants a scheduler and things like that. So the new production manager can come can come in and be super And super what was efficient. he making? Is he a subcontract engineer? Sliding it, turn part. So he's got his first um, CMZ machine, but he's got five citizens. Yeah. But we, the, I mean, some of the parts, he's got, you know, the showcasing. I did take loads of pictures. Yeah. He's got like a little cabinet with all his parts in. And some yeah. some are probably about this, I'll show the camera, this big, but then some are about this big, minuscule. And the fact that he has a range of parts and he's like yep i can do that yep i can do that just shows you how good he can utilize the machines yeah that pin i can't remember what dimensions that pin he was making but it's four mil bar and it's turned down to about two mil oh, nulled one and threaded the other end it's brilliant um so uh chloe then uh two days with colin never again please it's never again right that <laughs> not wow. in the same car that anyway wasn't written into your contract he has really bad road rage <laughs> i do not have road rage we had nice ice cream at the end though the cafe. oh yeah i can't it, remember the cafe's down name. Me, though. Yeah, it, it was I, melting that much that it, it kept falling down because we were filming like the ending. We were right on a, wasn't a harbour, was it? It was like um, the, well, Estuary was, Arena. Estuary. Yeah, and people were living on these boats like they had all their washing out on the line. Anyway, the lady, I can't remember what the calf was called. I can't, but we're gonna we're gonna give them a, we'll give a shout out. Yeah. Um, she come out with three magnums for us all, so we were doing it. And obviously we were filming, so we went wrong, and the chocolate Chloe was falling wrong. on, and it was just like, oh my god, it was so hot. We were just done for the day, you know, just done. <laughs> Well, well, we left at half two, and I didn't get back till ten to eight. Right. So long old slog. Some journey, spending all that time with Colin. Well. <laughs> could, uh, you had your earpods on. Could not have been uh, easy. Um, because also on Tuesday, well, we were very focused on the west side of the country because Mark was at um, an automotive company, um, Exander. Uh, is that how it's pronounced? Xander. Well, I pronounce it Xander. Xander. Okay, maybe it's Xander. Yeah. yeah, Xander Automotive in Wales, where they just recently um, bought a Makino U6 Heat uh, EDM. Uh, they're working in the automotive sector. These Makino, when you think of Makino, you really do think of high precision, 
um, you know, uh, machines that, that last many, many years. They don't suffer with thermal growth. You know, you get parts for precision industry off these machines day in, day out on the milling side. But the EDM, they, they've drafted this technology into the EDM. You say EDM, you know, what type? Because three types, I'm going, to put in, I'm going to put you under pressure now. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure what machine it was. I think it was. I, th I think, and correct me if I'm wrong. I oh, think it's a wire. wire. Yeah, of course it, it is. It's a, it's a wire, wire cutter actually, wire because EDM, it's yeah. it's two to three times faster uh, cutting than than most wire machines um, with the 0.4 wire. Now they use a power booster to give more ampage to the wire, which can achieve um, better surface finishes as well. These are all reasons why this company um, bought these. Um, it's also about the controls as well. Software and the controls make it a lot, lot simpler to use. But, but with EDM, if you're making like uh, fir trees on blisks and stuff like that but getting the speed of it and the surface finish so so critical so yeah, um, yeah you've got to get them all lined up to be able to get the correct surface finish like you said and get yeah. the mark's bit. done a few actually um, of these makinos uh, that have gone out there from ncmt so so yeah we were focused on the on the uh like i said on the west side of the country well, I'm, I'm glad you both got back safely and you needed to get back chloe because on wednesday what we were day. at the um the myra technical institute for an event which uh fair play to geo he put this whole thing together uh, a collaboration between Zeiss, Williams and MTD CNC. We had 36 or between 36 and 40 students in the room. Um, with masks on. With masks all on, COVID all safe. listening to Al um, from what a speech. Williams. Now, this guy, um, I mean, what, what he spoke about, I learned so much about Williams as a business that day and Formula One cars and, and how it all, you know, the lengths that they go to to make these cars quicker, more efficient, but also most in the, ultimately very, very safe. Are you a fan of Formula One? I know you, you Formula One. You're I'm like, not, oh, no, I'm not a massive fan of Formula One. But what what I was what I was really taken by is that I was listening to. I, I do obviously love engineering and machining and looking at some of the parts they make and how they make them and some of the, the reasons that they, they go through so many um, reiterations of parts just to shave, you know, a milliseconds off of a off of a lap you know it's all about air, getting the car to be aerodynamic and all the things that they go through to do anyway these students were just completely engaged in all weren't they in, yeah um but not just in in al obviously in in zeiss as well li listening to how the how important the metrology is to williams when they're making these parts inspecting them quickly getting them to the racetrack you know what happens if you know, the, the logistics of moving parts around the world when they need to be made mm. quickly um, and accurately and measured. Because they've still got schedules, haven't they? I was saying they've still got schedules on the Monday, which they have to do. But obviously the race is Sunday to Sunday, isn't it? If they've got a problem, they've still got that schedule in the machine shop, but they need this part now. They need it flown out. They need to put on the car. They need a test track. They need, they need it then. So they have to reschedule mm. around it. And what I didn't realise is... I've been, I know I've told you about it hundreds of times. This Formula One documentary on Netflix, which Al is actually in, in the third series, you just see him walk out in the COVID bit where they all get sent home from Melbourne. They, they, they have to leave, obviously, to get their flight home. With the Formula One car, obviously, they have the, the front panel, don't they? And if you look at it flat on, the tyres are basically like this. So what you have to do is you have to make something aerodynamic to go over to the tyres. And you don't even think of things like that. And if you do watch the Formula One uh, programme, I not didn't really like F1, but I just watched the last three laps and that's who won. It is a really big fly on the wall and Al really, really, really documented it well. He, he did. And what was what I, again, these are things I just picked up, but um, he was talking about the deceleration of these cars when they hit a corner, yeah. when they get to, get to the, a corner, do you know how much G-force is on the driver 
as they de decelerate. Ten Gs. Okay, do you know I can't it was, actually? It, it was, four, it was like having a crash. At, it was like having a crash at thirty mile an hour when they break. Yeah. Yeah. So they go around a corner. And so every time they do it. Well, what about, did you see last season that bloke had a crash and the car broke and it exploded? And if it wasn't for the halo, yeah. he would have been, it was a ma that was a ma That was but amazing. It, but everything that they make in, in Formula One, if it's to do with safety, they, they pull it. So every every yes. race team, if it's to do with safety, it all goes into the middle, and everyone. The goes, FIA have um, agreed, haven't they? Anything to do with safety, like the halo. I think he said it's going to be standard on every single uh, F1 car. They can obviously everything else has got to be different because it's got to have NDAs on it. It's got to be to mm. that company. But anything health and safety wise is going to be spread across the F1. Yeah, so if, everybody has the availability yeah. to have it. If it's performance, you keep it to yourself. Yeah. You keep your secrets, and you make the car as fast as you can. But the collaboration was really, really super. Can I ask a question? So, Did he mention about the tyres? Because there was a big problem with the tyres in the last race. Uh, he wasn't. No, he didn't really talk about the bad things that happened. Did he? He just spoke no. about the efficiency of the parts. How some yeah, stuff okay. is made out of aluminium, yet some stuff is made out of carbon fibre. And you could see these young adults just in awe. And even Matt from Zeiss talking about the measurements and how critical it is and i didn't even realize they were doing ct scans on parts like mm. how crazy is that they're doing medical stuff on f1 parts and these these young adults were just looking at well the thing like, oh is with gosh. this ct scanning basically what happens is it, you, you, you put it into the machine and of course it just then you know shows you all the internals of this part and whether there's any areas that, that, that might be porous or now i remember when i used to work on a on a machine uh, machine in a cast iron flywheel you'd get five hours into the operation and then there would be a massive cavity in the in the in the casting it's it's yeah. scrap you can't done. do anything with you, it you can't can do you, anything no? with it so but it, this x-ray thing or was the, that because you scrapped it paul or is it no, just was just and you just see it fly off wouldn't you and then there'd just yeah. be a big hole and be like, oh great yeah but yeah, you can't start, do anything yeah. if you look at it with your eyes yep. you think nothing's wrong with it but this the amount of technology that now obviously williams have now partnered up with them with ice um and Matt, what's it, Master of Metrology, Triple M, we call him. That, that's what he yeah. is just, for, he's the amount of knowledge that that bloke has got was just incredible. But part of the event was, and we're going to be doing a lot of these um, going into the new academic year in September. Part of the event was to talk to the students about why they should be involved in engineering. What's good about it, our experiences. So we had to talk about, you know, <laughs> Oh. when we did our apprenticeships in oh fact we'd, we'd, the bloopers we'd, was the best bit <laughs> yeah we'd, we'd armed Lindsay with some things about what we'd, we'd done when we were on the shop floor but we didn't even get to talk about those did we because we were just talking about why yeah. they should be involved how exciting the industry is it's not a dirty greasy industry anymore it's you know it's about precision parts formula one cars aircraft it's you know it's really good and is there anybody really st like the apprentices anybody really stood out and, and said something you thought wow that's him yeah that what 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 did happen, which I wasn't expecting, is they all asked questions. Yeah, we, you know we, when you just pressure. expect everyone to just be like, oh yeah. no, hands went up and people were really involved in we, it, which was great. Said to never Lindsay, happens, does it? No, no we said happens. to Lindsay at the end, what you need to do is just say, look, if there's any questions now, you can ask them now or you can ask them at the back of the room, so people don't feel pressure so in it was asking being recorded questions and stuff. Yeah. So, but she said, any questions? And then there was like. Yeah, you know, and, and it went on. In fact, in the end, Joff was at the back going, you know, <laughs> wind it up. Got to cut it off. So, um, 
I, I, I know think that, that says volumes of fact that they all got engaged. Oh, we d- I don't think I don't think anybody thought. Obviously, we knew it was going to be a great day. It was great exposure for MTD's Ice and Williams um, and Myra as well, the MTI. But we, I don't think I went home and just had a smile on my face all day. Yeah, they didn't. The students didn't like get, like after our road trip. Maybe. You went home with a smile on your face. Don't I thought <laughs> the students would get up and leave straight at the end. They didn't. They got you stayed up, around. Didn't they, they all stayed. They wanted to talk to Al. They wanted to talk to us. I mentioned to you earlier about the digital CVs. They wanted yep. to upload them to the MTD network. They were they were really encouraged yeah. to get get. Can involved I just point out as well? Al did a podcast with Geo, didn't he? So Indeed. just pointing that out, if you want to listen to that, look out for it. That will be Brilliant. out in a, in, in a couple of weeks' time. So that was on um, that was on Wednesday. The videos to those events will be out next week as well. Um, on Thursday, we were, uh, myself and Geo, actually, I was with, with Geo again, two days with Geo oh, this how week. was that? It was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. We had lunch, in fact, yesterday as well. Uh, I was um, at Interco with him yesterday. Love um, that place. Yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? Les is such a gentleman. Oh, he's a lovely he's bloke. a nice He's right on the airfield as well, isn't he? Because they've got the new site now is that correct yes well they've got new uh, new facility right. on the existing site yeah. but i think to describe les he's, he's he's a gentleman um he's got a great business he's got a great attitude towards business great work ethic as well his yeah. his uh sorry his employers are just great to work with and you can tell that he looks after them really really well yeah and, and as, a, as a sponsor of of what we do um here he's he's very um he, he just he wants to work with us you know and and how often does that sometimes but not people happen. who don't know sorry taking a step back interco people who don't, i'm sure they do know but Speci- what do we specialist steels and alloys okay. um, a supplier of and they hold a lot of stock there of course there's there's quite a few issues with material stock at the moment quite a few issues with stock across the world with everything yeah. but but interco do carry a lot of stock they 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 forward planned, so they're now finding that they're getting new customers, not just as a result of them being a good business, but because people uh, are having to go to them for um, steals. And uh, so proficient, because they've got a new, let me get this right, material management system, I understand. As well, well, we were talking about material management, and this this where you've been talking about PSL data track yep. um, a lot, which obviously I understand it's a, it's, a, it's a great platform to be able to manage certain things in your business. But what we were talking about was... Do people manage their material supply? So, That's you know, a big question, what, what, what happens when you, you talk about making sure that your machine shop's efficient, your quoting yep. systems, you know the pricing, you know when a cutting tool's worn, it reorders it from the cutting tool supplier. Yep. All of that happens intrinsically in these software systems that we talk about. But do any of them take into account when you're running low on material? I've never heard of it. Yes, heard, like absolutely, you said. 100%. They do. And really? In fact, we've just done the video with, was it Caffin or was it? I'm just apologies. I can't. My brain is letting me look, failing me here. But absolutely, materials and no, we did a technical corner with Jeff. And basically, you put your material, obviously details your material. It will tell you have you got it in stock? Do you need to order it? Is there enough? And it controls it, so you're not tying it all That's up. Great. Having hundreds and thousands of pounds worth of stock there, so it controls it for you. Absolutely. Yeah, but, but what happens if 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 that control isn't controlling the stockist? So, for example, you, it might it might say, right, I want to keep minimum stock of yep. steel because I don't want to buy it until I need it. Yep. But what happens when you keep that minimum stock and then you go to order it and, and the supplier's got no steel? Well, well, it's a lead time of four to five weeks. Yeah. Or well, then, like that. Then, then it breaks down. So what we're talking about here is the communication between the stockist right. and the end user. Where, 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 is, where is that link? Because at the moment, what will be happening is people will be becoming as efficient as they can at machining, yeah. ma- reducing cycle times, getting parts off of the machines as fast as possible. And then suddenly they go, we need to order some more steel for next week. They pick up I've the phone the and they go, 
do you know what? We, have, we, we can get you some in six weeks. Maybe Les should be speaking to PSL then. <laughs> Potentially. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is a big thing for Les and I, I 100% get it because he, he, he'll be taking calls from people and they'll say... I mean, we, we spoke about Conrad Nurk, who to us, he's, he's, a, he's, a, um, you know, he's a great MTD fan. Um, he's a brilliant machinist. He's got a great machine shop there in Bristol. But he's frequently having to travel up and down the M5 to material suppliers to get bits he needs. And, you know, the, is there a way to make this... Um, uh, more efficient. More efficient. So yeah. it's a, a possibility. So that was... We were at Interco yesterday. Uh, Walter Tools, we're also here in the, in, the, um, in the studio talking about bi-directional... Is that jo Joe's doing turning. that? Yeah, some... Bi-directional? Some copy turning. So bi-directional turning. Have you had experience in this, Chloe? We, when we did a, a live at um, the Engineering Technology Group on their... Uh, Vulcan Turning Center. We did. Kind I think of was it with WNT. Um, that was, was with. It, uh, it, well, it was. A it was about the hypermill software because yeah. the hypermill software was able to turn them back turn in the same. Yeah, it's it's quite a new technology to come out, but it's fantastic to be more efficient. Um, and for like the software, the machine tool, and the tools to work together to be able to do that, it must cut your cycle time down by quite a bit. You're basically turning in both directions, so you're going and you're turning up. And you're coming back, so you're not going. Normally, you're not you turning, turn, lift coming out like that, doing that. Now, if you if you do that in the old-fashioned way, your insert your insert be. will wear uh, quicker. Okay. This way, you can use both sides of the insert because you're. It's also you're not using all that lag time to go back. Yeah, so start. reducing the air time. It's yeah, reducing cycle time as well because you're not you're not well. You're going to lift off the part probably by about what one mil, then come straight back mm. yeah. instead of going one yeah. yeah. So um, that was um, Walter. They also were talking about their Tiger Tech gold coating, which uh, within industry is known for its um, quality and, and, and lasting, obviously, the, the test of time when machining. Lindsay was at AMM yesterday. A and M. A and M. In, uh, up in Hales Owen, right next to the West Brom ground Ooh. if you've ever have you been there before, Chloe, haven't you? <laughs> For about well, the West Brom ground. The West Brom no, ground. A&M. <laughs> What happened, ten minutes. What, what happened when you went there? I decided to turn into industrial estate and someone went into the side of me and wrote the car off that you gave me three weeks prior. Oh. <laughs> and how long ago was that? That was March. That was March. And then I found out, I think I'd found out two days prior that I was pregnant. So it was like, oh my God. <laughs> you were okay though. Yeah, I was fine. Baby was fine. Um, and it wasn't your fault. That was a classic case of, what do they call it? Smash, smash for crash, cash? Yeah, crash, crash for cash. Well, they're still trying to still put... They're still... So I'm not going to go into it, but the, the insurance claim is still ongoing. So you can tell wow. that it's not just a... But it wrote the car off, didn't it, Paul? The car was a bit of a mess. Yeah, it was. Um, it, it, it but yeah, was, anyway, A&M, The EDM. main thing is you, you were right. But A&M, yeah. uh, EDM, they're making... Uh, Gary there invited us in, and ha we've been in on a couple of occasions. They've got... And you need to see the videos on these, which will be coming out. We've done some before, but these ones will be coming out, about the development of a new engine block that he's creating. Um, I don't know masses of detail about it because I've not actually been there. Lindsay's been covering this story. But what I can tell you is the, the previous video we did about it, um, it really did turn heads and, and, and The machine shop of, is fantastic. Views, yeah. The Hercos they've got in there, the stuff, uh, it's engine castings and stuff, and it's five-axis machining. They're able to bore, I don't know, about this, about this amount of like 300 mil all the way down. And it's just the, the technology they've got on there is fantastic. Yeah, I, I mean, I've got to say, uh, A&M, Mark there, brilliant guy, um, done really well in that business and some great videos. What are they using the 
because surely if they're machining it, doing the boring, five-axis machining. I mean, they're, they're essentially a subcontract machinist yeah. as well. So this was a development that Gary, within the company, has, has with uh, Mark's blessing, I believe, and if I'm wrong, I apologise, but I believe uh, he's been um, able to create and craft this engine uh, at the company in order to improve performance on uh, in a particular car they've got. Mm. Right, but were they using EDM for on the on the engine block, though? Is it on the no, they block? wouldn't be using that on the engine. Right, block, okay. No. That's the EDM is. I think they're one of the biggest Sodic users, either in the country mm. or the world. I'm not sure. It's a, it's a hell of a okay. claim, but a great business. Um, and then, of course, today, well, we've been uh, here at the studio. Hold today. on, hold on. We need to go back and welcome someone back to Hoffman, don't we? Oh, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Of course we do. Yeah, John yeah. Waskett. Yeah. Oh, he's, yes. He's been off. Yep. He's been dodging Geo. I don't think that's the only reason, but welcome back, I would suggest. Yes. yes. Yeah. Welcome poor, back. Poor, poor John had, uh, had yeah, was, was ill for a little while and he's now back and Geo was with him on Monday doing some planning. Uh, they've, it, we've got a lot of content to come out from Hoffman, actually. They've got a, um, a good story to tell. So, yeah. And um, some events. Yes, good uh, Good to see that John's back. Uh, yeah, the event I wanted to specifically pick up on was the one we're going to be doing at en the Engineering Technology Group in uh, on the 30th of, of June. Now, we're going to be streaming live uh, ETG in conjunction with Bloom, where we're going to be looking at the measurement process in process. So basically what's going to happen is we think, we believe, and I, and I agree with the guys from Bloom and ETG, and I'm sure, Chloe, you, you've got an opinion on this, but... Um, people, when in, they're in a machine shop, they're not using in-process metrology or measurement in the way they should. So they'll machine a part, um, they'll go in and they'll check that part with either some you know, measuring device. They'll then shut the doors, uh, change the offsets maybe to then... So they'll take the component out or still leave the component in the machine? They'll probably leave the component okay. in the machine, but they'll measure it and then they'll change the offsets in accordance with what they need to uh, do as a finished cut or to correct um, the, the machine dimensions. Um, and they'll, what they'll be doing is they'll be getting involved too much. Whereas what Bloom can do is 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 the Quasar machine that will be there. We're going to essentially set the tool using their um, laser tool setter. Then we're going to machine the part. And then we're going to come in and probe the part. It's going to be incorrect because we're going to do that deliberately. Because <laughs> you programmed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to go back in and remachine the part. And then we're going to uh, then check it once again. With, and then it will be correct. And then we're going to check the surface finish using a um, uh, probe. Pro as well, yeah. Uh, and once we're, we're going to do all that in process, so basically to it's going to show yeah. it's so going to show door, engineers they, that door will shut. That the door will time. not open. What? It, it will. It, That's it another step in order. It doesn't have to open. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to be involved no. in these things. And I don't think people realise. Sorry to cut you off there, Paul. I've been to Bloom to Germany, seen their headquarters. Fantastic facility. And I was just using a probe and a tool setter to set your tools. And what I was, I wasn't even using the probe to measure any holes or any islands or anything like that or slots or anything i was using to put my billet on find out where the datum points are okay there's my datum shift press play it wasn't until i went to germany and found out how much how much technology is in these probes that you can do like you said you can shut the doors let it go you can create this part if it's wrong it can probe you can set a probing cycle the, the programmer doesn't even have to be on the machine you can set it all up if it's wrong it will send signals back to the machine say this is wrong go back in with this cutter at this part of the program make it to this dimension and do not stop the machine probe it again do not stop the machine until it is at this circumference and how 
instead of taking it off, uh, CMM in it, putting it back on, you'll probably never get it back on the same place unless you've got a break or something like that. But the technology that they've got in these systems and Blum are a huge advocate for that. Yep, and it's also, do you set tools off the machine or on the machine? So this is showing you how to do everything all in process. Uh, and it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a great June, day. Uh, streamed on June the 30th live. So we're streaming live because we're going to encourage... Uh, engineers to ask us questions, ask Dave questions about probing and and and, and ETGs. The machine's going to be cutting as well in in anger, as we like to say. Um, so uh, coming up next oh, week, you, no, Geo has been out and about. You've got him at Brown and Holmes. Oh, Brown and Holmes, yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> Brown, Brown and Holmes. Geo was at Brown and Holmes on Tuesday. We were really busy this week, but I'm going to have to get to the end of this now. Sorry, we need to we need to wrap this one up. So um, yeah, Geo too long. <laughs> Geo's been at Brown and Holmes this week, and we all know he's the been guys there a few there, times because I've been uh, there. Kevin as well, for so. their specialist fixtures and also their standard products too now don't forget the great british podcast which i mentioned at the start of this show mtd mfg um that comes out every thursday if you're looking for the latest news in manufacturing you can listen to that there was a, a great show yesterday uh, the mtd network jobs board if you're a cnc machinist looking for work here's an opportunity to get a digital cv on the network equally if you're an employer looking to find engineers you can do that on the jobs board as well uh, don't forget to follow uh, tony uh, from mtd cnc who's uh, on his travels around the world we'll have to be fast mate because he's, he's flying around everywhere he's isn't he? absolutely <laughs> everywhere videos this week on uh, hermely starag uh, methods machine tools regifix and martin's Trunnions. Martin's Trunnions, how are they? Martin's Trunnions, yeah, what a name. That's, <laughs> and guess what the guy that, guess what he's called the guy that owns the company and runs the company? Trunnion. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, released this week, 15 new videos, including uh, indexable milling from Goering. All can be found on the MTD CNC website, the Corian Norma at Destec, uh, ZCT barrel milling, multiple origins module from Hypermill at CNF. That's a great video. I encourage you to watch that. Some developments on Hypermill software and CNF embracing it. Uh, the small med center from Kitamura at Dugard. Rimstock alloy wheels being made. Massplas with their EDM machine. Connect 600 from Colchester. Huachon Lays 2G tooling. And... It has um, been our number one video this week from MSC. Um, you can see that on the week in review. Uh, Colin, we've had a lot of success with um, the launch of that product, haven't we, from MSC? It's a, it's a game changer. I hate to, hate to use that phrase, but it is just so simple, but it can reduce cycle times, increase MRR. Just have a look at the video. Matt pronounces it No, Kavana, he's pre he pronounced it. Yes. Kavana. Yeah. It's amazing what this, and it's such a simple process. Basically, a tap test, fifteen minutes done, and you can you can run your machines at levels you you never thought were feasible. Yeah, so that is number one on our watch list this week from MSC. Um, where are we going to be next week? I'm going to be really quick. Prima Power coming here to do some technical quarters on Monday. Myself and Joe are at GW Martin with Mazak uh, on Tuesday. Seeing um, a colleague of yours and mine, Richard Blake. Uh, we're also at FT Gearing on Wednesday for Mazak 2. I'm at Haas filming some stock machines on Thursday. We're also at Cloud NC. Going down to Dugard, do and, some sl and you're sliding also head. At, at Dugard Work. doing some sliding head machines. Um, so I have one fact. I've got three, oh, but I'm oh only no. going to give you one because I've got um, one to bring out in this show. And I want to know oh. what you think of this. If you got in a car, turned on the ignition, and drove um, or drove up and went into space, uh, and you drove at 60 mile an hour from here up into space. How long would it take you to get into space, do you think, Chloe? How long I don't do you know reckon? Why you're asking me this? <laughs> Three hours. Colin? 60, I wouldn't go 60 miles an hour. I'll go much faster than that. Um, into space. 60 mile an hour. When do you get into space if you go straight up? I'm just going to, can I do the maths? Yeah. Get we, we haven't got long. You ain't got long. We're, we're, 40 we're, hours. One hour. 
Well, oh, so I was close. She laughed. If you get in a car and drive straight up, so sixty miles. Yeah, 60, I remember. Oh, let me do the maths. Hold on. Sixty no, miles no an hour. There's no traffic lights. Yeah, there's a couple of roundabouts. No so. traffic lights. No old biddies. I've got daisies. another fact. I've got one final fact. Can Go I on, throw this in here? Wrap this I've up. got Go a on. fact. The fact is, England are going to win tonight. England are going to win tonight. Boom. Hour and fifteen minutes till kick off or just over. Enjoy the game. Uh, come, come on, on England. England and uh, join me again same time next week for On the Road with MTD CNC. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for listening to the MTD podcast. If you found value in this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. Find more episodes on mtdcnc.com.